You're listening to the Blender Animation Studio Podcast. Brought to you by the Blender Cloud. Need an authentic, inspirational figure? Drop the fake muse on the cloud. Go to cloud.blender.org. Joining us today is Andy Goralci. Hello. Pablo Vasquez. Hello. Francesco City. Hey. And I'm Hjalti Amson. Here's your host, Francesco! Hey, welcome back to the Blender Institute Animation Studio podcast number 56. Uh, Blender News, Blender Community News, Blender Studio News, Blender Cloud News, uh, and uh, our own uh, personal dreams and hopes. Oh, <laughs> finally. <laughs> so, yeah, let's... Um, Let's start uh, with a little uh, roundup on uh, what's been happening uh, in uh, in the Blender world from uh, our point of view. So what we've been doing here in the studio, um, and then we move on to more uh, to more personal topics. Um, oh, how how personal? Well, yeah. like <laughs> you get, yeah. How was your cat, Yalti? Oh, it's good. She's actually liking humans again. Oh wow, that's kind of nice. Yeah. What, what happened? Um, I, I stopped feeding her. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I drastically uh, shrank the amount that I'm giving her every day. Oh, okay. Uh, That's so enough for a personal topic. Sorry, I can't oh, yeah. move on. <laughs> I did not know this. So, well, okay. Now, before before that, let's talk about uh, let's talk about Blender since this is the Blender something. Uh, podcast <laughs> Blender something. It will it will happen eventually. There is cloud network. Uh, pod, yeah. Yeah, so the other day I went on uh, Blender.org and uh, I wanted Why? to... <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> just, to, just to find out what's new and, uh, you know, interesting stuff that has been happening. And um, I wanted to get the latest version of Blender. And then I clicked uh, download and a whole planet appeared in front of me. What, what was that? That is uh, Gleb Alexandrov's planet. <laughs> Uh, and uh, Eddie Barros, they made this artwork that I've been <laughs> using and abusing lately. It's <laughs> awesome. Um, um, so yeah, the, what you've seen is the new download page. So for so long, we wanted to to fix this download page that um, that actually I made so many years <laughs> ago. But uh, due to some changes, we, we've been trying to make it like simpler. And uh, before we had like tabs to choose the, the operating system, uh, but we had troubles with that. So now we wanted to make it simpler, but there was never time. So, okay, just put all the, all the platforms there. And then uh, we want, we had new mirrors that, so people can get them faster from their download from wherever they are. But there was never time to just make it nice and automatic and everything. So just, okay, just put all the mirrors there. So, uh, before you used to go to download, then you have like uh, it was a Russia, table, Denmark, mm. then yeah, uh, Germany, all the table with all the countries, and people would get confused. It was like, I don't want Blender in Russian, for example. Why if I click in, uh, yeah, thinking that like, it's uh, the language, maybe, yeah, because there was no like English, right? Uh, there is okay. the at some point there was a US um, uh, mirror, but yeah, people didn't get that it wasn't the language of Blender, it was just the mirror, the location of where they're getting it. Us. Who are they? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, in case you're wondering what a mirror is, I mean, probably everybody knows, but it's just uh, some people, uh, very, uh, some very kind people and organizations, they help uh, uh, dealing with the load and the amount of downloads that Blender has every day by getting a full copy of all the downloadable versions of Blender, all the zip files, the MSI files, the DMG files, whatever, like all the installers of Blender, and they make a full copy on their own server. 
So then basically you can just change the prefix instead of saying download the blender.org, you go like uh, uh, nlug.nl and, yeah. um, and that's just a full copy and it works just the same, but instead of fetching the file from a, a server here in the Netherlands, maybe fetches it from somewhere in Germany or in the States or in Russia. And this has an impact on how fast you can download the file depending on where you are. Yeah, not only that, but uh, so not only that part of the download page was confusing, but also that when uh, we made it so many years ago, 32 bits was still around ish. Like it was 64, but also there was plenty of people using 32 bit and like uh, computers that were like needed that architecture. But nowadays, uh, looking at the stats, really most of like like I don't know, 80, 90 percent. Uh, yeah, more, even more, like ninety percent. Yeah. I would even go further than that, but yeah, let's say ninety to stay safe. Uh, go for the sixty-four bit. So much that the um, the Mac version doesn't have a thirty-two bit anymore, and uh, Windows. Most of the people go for the installer and the sixty-four bit version, and the Linux also sixty-four bit. So and before. The the whole webs like the whole sixty four and thirty two bit and the installer and the zip file they were all in the same level but people were still going for the sixty four MSI installer so let's we decided okay let's make it just a one button and let's go for what people go um, more often which is the installer and sixty four bit mm. for Windows and then sixty four bit for Linux and the Mac version <laughs> it doesn't have other. And so we, we decided, let's make it one big green button that you click and you get the best from the best place uh, you, closer to you. And uh, we did it. Yeah. Thanks to did you, Francesco. We did it. Sorry? Oh, uh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I was wondering, um, uh, did you guys notice any changes in behavior of, of people when they're browsing the website? Are more people downloading Blender now or... So we did a couple of things. Uh, maybe I want to add one one more thing to what Paolo was saying that uh, not only we uh, we provide the 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 right uh, the, the closest version for you, but also indeed we try to detect which uh, operating system you are coming from, so that you get for the right you know sixty four bit, but for the right architecture. So that's one thing that helps, and really is all seamless. So it's, you just press the button and it works. Of course, if you want to have something else, there are options there to get whatever other version you may want. And uh, one behavior uh, change that we introduced just to just to get a better sense of the flow and also make and work to make a to give a better and better experience to people that visit the website. We made a thanks page, so basically uh, once you download Blender, then we can see okay, um, you know, you you can see better where people are going and what what is happening happening so it's uh, it didn't like this change didn't really affect much what happens on the website but at least uh, you you get a uh, you get an idea of uh, what is going on like it helps us to collect mm -hmm. better information so that the website can just become faster because most of the traffic we know of people who go on the blender website they want to get blender yeah that's uh, uh makes sense right so it's like uh, uh it makes sense to help people to get there with the least amount of frustration possible so that then if they feel like they can explore more of the website and it doesn't feel like an ordeal so that's yeah uh, yeah it's better for also if you want to give a, like a thank you message that is more clear also that helps and uh before um the the thank you and the actual download happen via javascript so uh, we will like just show the message and start the download, but uh, now it's an actual link. So even if you have JavaScript disabled, you can always uh, uh, download 
well, you probably need to need it still to to see the rest of the the, the versions that we provide. The, yeah, but it kind of works. Yeah, so it's yeah. like it's better than we, we provide a, f- uh, a fallback. And uh, yeah, that. And then at, at the end, we went way on the thank you. Um, also, um, give it, okay, tell a little bit of the people, okay, you can also help Blender by getting a t shirt or joining the Blender Cloud or, or joining the development fund. The development fund, yeah, or see what's new in Blender 2.8, like just, just to make it a bit nicer and not add all that in the first page. So I think the 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 release was pretty successful. We 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 went uh, yeah very smoothly. Yeah, I mean I worked on it for like a week, and then you worked on it for like a day or two, also helping with the mirror stuff. We uh, we had got help from uh, from, from Dan, Dan yeah and from, from Sergey too yeah to get it to get it right. Yeah, the main concern was of course that doing this auto detection, like you know finding out where people are coming from, it might have an impact on how much load was on the server because we rely so much on caching and you know just just providing this one version of a page for everybody, so it would be very fast. But uh, then if you have to start thinking about okay, why where is this user coming from? So like figure out which geolocation uh is in um yeah, I was just afraid that it would be too much, so we really needed to test it and not bring down the website because it's because uh, it's yeah. important that it stays <laughs> up. But everything went smoothly, so we are happy. Yeah, so that and a nicer design, <laughs> something yeah. with more modern and the, the, all the colors there. Mm-hmm. So thanks to um, to Glev and Eddy for the artwork. Yeah. Then uh, the splash is bigger too, the features too, and then uh, the the bleeding edge part with the, the it's a bit also more clear. I added a longer message there, which just uh, like in bold, like don't uh, use this in production. Maybe I should add a note for 2.8, like if you want to try 2.8, yeah, it should be there. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do it. But um, yeah, that besides that, that's the big project that I've been working on, and I'm already looking forward to spend time on the the other big thing, uh, the second biggest. Uh, the second most visited page on Blender.org, which is features, which right now is F ugly <laughs> because it's a list of really old uh, renders and and yeah, it kind of shows some things that blend that that the Blender has, like it explains a little bit, but you can't really link to them. You can't. It's not very well done. Like it doesn't mention a lot of things that we that are very important. So that would be my next big project. Cool. Um, you are talking about the download page and uh, uh, maybe we can mention that there is going to be something new to download soon. Oh, in yeah, that yeah. Page. Yeah, that is uh, yeah, was one of the reasons why we we published this some days ago was because there is a big thing coming to the download page, which is the release candidate for Blender 279. We didn't want to. It would have been maybe better, like in a, in a sense of like marketing, to just make it for two seven nine, like just psh, show the new design. But we wanted to release it a few days before, just to test the load, how it can handle this this new page. People like it. Things to fix, um, typos there. I don't know mm-hmm. anything. And, yeah, we got uh, some nice feedback. So we got now some really the, nice feedback. the page is already better. So when there will be the release candidate? 
it will be already in a good stage. And then when the yeah. final release will happen, it will be very solid and there will be like 10 times more people getting there. So it's important. Yeah, yeah, it was. it's a nice progression. First to show it and just tweet about it. We got a bit of a load that you can see that people actually went there. there was pro- some people probably thought there was like a new version or so. Mm. And uh, But now with RC, with the release candidate, it's going to have another more, not, not as big as a release, but uh, almost. And then with the release uh, happening, well, the release candidate is supposed to happen in now, like by the time this is published, it should be or maybe, sort of, yeah, or maybe around, in around a few days. days yeah. yeah, because there is also a C-graph coming on and that some developers will be busy. Yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, stay tuned for the release candidate. I also have to work on the release logs page. So many things, yeah, so many exciting yeah, yeah. I things. Thought, I thought I would, yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought like doing PR it could be and, and, and website stuff. It's a full-time job. Full-time job, yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Well, you mentioned Seagraph, so yes. maybe we can jump to that. So Who's going to Seagraph? What is Seagraph? <laughs> and, and yeah, what is, what is Seagraph? Is it Dutch? <laughs> yeah, we, we've been mentioning Seagraph a few times. So, and it's now finally happening. So it was a uh, big news uh, some time ago that we got a uh, presentation accepted during Seagraph, which is uh, the biggest uh, computer graphics and uh, visual effects uh, film industry event uh, that happens worldwide every year in the States, usually sometimes in Canada at least the main event, and now they are getting it also in other places. Like, I mean, Seagraph Asia is pretty big, but I think ah. they are making it also in other countries in too. The, in Chile, in Santiago, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that it's starting there. It's nice. So, like, it's a, it's a very big event, uh, and the Blender is always there, and uh, Blender is not always there actually showing uh, stuff during the presentation, which are usually very high-profile, very big studios, uh, and uh, uh, very important uh, topics. <laughs> so, we are there with our booth, and, you know, talk to people, have the birds of a feather. That's that's a constant. And, you know, uh, it's a very nice highlight because Tony is there always presenting and showing what is going on. And uh, it's just a great chance to get together with the American community that for us staying in the Netherlands in Europe is not uh, something we can do every day, basically. And um, so just a couple more words about this presentation that we do. It's a um, pipeline presentation about the open source uh, uh, pipeline we developed and uh, we are in a in a panel together with the uh, studios like uh, MPC, Weta and Double Negative mm-hmm. and then there is us <laughs> and the Blender <laughs> just, Animation Studio and then the Blender Animation Studio so just to give you an idea yeah <laughs> so we thought we were preparing the presentation and we we're like okay so we have to keep it very interesting it's not very long it's going to be around 20 minutes and uh, yeah, we are preparing. We are preparing it, and it's uh, yeah, less than a week. So do you know? You know, are you like, are we following Weta or something? You know, so like we are the last ones. Uh, oh, wow. so it's after everything. Oh no! And like so you know, like, okay, uh, yeah, Lord of the Rings or uh, yeah, like competition or what? <laughs> I don't know what the names of these things. That's pipeline is kind of cool, but check this out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Check a track. <laughs> yeah, like you know, Weta I think has a has a thing about uh, crowds, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, MPC has something about uh, uh, you know uh, deep learning applied to um, pipeline outputs, so they kind of analyze what happens in a production pipeline to then get insights in how to plan further the pipeline in an automatic uh, way. Whoa. And I've seen a presentation from them a couple of years ago in Sigraph where they were doing something similar for the render farm. So like just 
live monitoring with machines what is happening on the other machines and then doing stuff automatically. Very, very fun because they were talking about how users can work around that and how they try their best to make a smart system. And then there's going to be us talking about the freedom. Freedom is important. So that's <laughs> going to be our main message probably. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's not something that you get to see a lot during Seagraph. So in that sense, I think it will be it will be fun. It will mm. be interesting to, to see. I will let you know when uh, we come back. So Kjalti uh, is going, I'm going, uh, uh, Sergey and Ton uh, are going. So the rest uh, will... We'll chill here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, just uh, another... Uh, I think one thing to what what you mentioned is that that the something that happened in, in Mundos Digitales when I was there and then people liked it is that uh, the big studios show things they they can do but you can't have access to it. So mm. the Blender talk is different because you can actually provide the, the freedom thing that you're saying. Yeah. So I think uh, it's nice that we do emphasis in that. It's like okay, you know, you seen all the cool guys uh, what are they doing? Well. <laughs> you can do that too but with free tools nice. yeah or maybe it's not the same but you can really help that's the thing that I noticed in the past present because I, I usually try to attend those presentations as here because it's very inspiring to see the problems they deal with and how they try to solve them and you always see how they try to be as open as possible try to share almost to show off what the tools can do and what they you know think really hard the whole year <laughs> to, yeah. but then unfortunately it just stays there they can't they can't do more than that so for us that's going to be the one thing we can do that most likely won't happen you know like pixar can open source one project per year tops mm. we can open source as many projects as we want they're all going to be crap but <laughs> <laughs> can't finish them all but yeah, whatever, yeah exactly all so uh, so hopefully I'm, I'm really curious because this is the first time that we have something that is not just blender um we we are really pushing for uh, for for really this pipeline this open source pipeline and it's getting more and more discussed of course blender is still at the core but you know having for example what we did with flamenco and attract out there for real that it works so you can install it so there is a documentation on how you can do it like studios are interested in this like maybe not the gigantic ones but there are so many so I'm really looking forward to maybe make new contacts and see if people actually want to invest and develop more of this pipeline part that is not necessarily Blender itself. So that's something new. So yeah, we will uh, we will find out. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, we will be there with the booth. Uh, so there is this trade show with uh, you know all the software houses and studios uh, showcasing their their stuff. So we will be there with uh, a big monitor very large like many meters uh, wide and uh, some workstations to demo some things uh, so there will be a reel showing the latest uh, the latest uh, and coolest blender uh, movies that are out there and there will be live demos of blender 279 so the upcoming one with the release candidate as Pablo was mentioning and of 2.8 Eevee yeah for example lots of Eevee stuff uh, going on and uh, yeah, and that's very exciting because it's actually the first time that, you know, Eevee appears out there in the wild uh, presented by uh, um, the Blender Studio, like the, uh, that, that is like actually a Blender Foundation booth. So it's like officially Blender showing off uh, Blender 2.8. So that's going to be a first. So for that, uh, there will be a bit of uh, publicity and advertising. 
and uh, yeah, we've been collecting some very nice demo files and we will be uh, showing them off. One of these fantastic demo files uh, has been made by Andy here. He's being made by Andy here. Yeah, it's a bit of a work in progress right now. Yeah, how's it going with that? So what is it? Um, it's, uh, it's a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> I like dinosaurs. Um, well, I uh, yeah, I made a, a velociraptor mm -hmm. with feathers and everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, I put him in, in this sort of jungle environment. And uh, hopefully uh, people will be able to browse the file and uh, and even I'm not sure if I can animate it because uh, I, I started rigging it yesterday and of course there wasn't like until a week ago there wasn't really modifier support in Blender 2.8 so it was really really tacky to try out everything and I every every day or so I, I, I compiled it with the modifier option on and then I loaded the scene and it was, it was like Load scene crash. Mm. Oh, no. Your and hopes like, and dreams. I was, <laughs> I, I, I was getting, I was going over to Sergey and showed him all the crashes and stuff, and he was really helpful uh, fixing everything and addressing all the issues. But just getting like these these modifiers that we take for granted to work is such a pain. <laughs> really, it's amazing. I've never thought of that before, but yeah. Um, I, I was working with uh, a build where where you oh you see okay there's something on subsurf but hey when you move it it suddenly subsurf goes away or so <laughs> or you play back the animation and then the object is in a different location or you move something <laughs> and then the manipulator is like way way in the distance so all these things that we take in for granted for granted like stuff stays the same after you do something <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's uh that's so cool to to see that coming together so um right now he's been working really hard to um to make this uh, stable and also to uh, to make playback uh, of animation stable so um you can hit all a and it's not exploding. terrible it's not exploding um uh, and and you can see things with subsurf and uh Multi-resolution also works, and a couple of other things. Wow! So um, yeah, it's uh, it's been incredible, and yeah. No, that's uh, so you are actually been like this is like your experience because you've been really spending like a week or two, like entirely like this one week, like entirely in two point eight, like yeah, this no, whole evolution. It's it's a bit of a back and forth because I, I <laughs> last week with uh, Dalai. Um, he's on holidays right now, but uh, last week he was really like keen on me uh, doing this whole thing in Blender 2.8. And I was like, yes, uh, this is going to be so awesome. I'm going to get to try all these cool things like clay, the clay engine. I was really excited about that. And also um, the collections. And uh, so I, I, I tried to get around the fact that there is no modifiers. So <laughs> I sculpted everything in, in dynamic topology, which worked beautifully, I have to say. Um, and, uh, and I, I assigned everything to nice collections. I made nice workspaces and everything. Like a few hiccups, but all that stuff worked really well. And then uh, when I tried to texture it, I, I just couldn't do anything. Well, first I had to do retopology from the, from oh, the yeah. uh, dynamic topology thing. And uh, that was a bit of a pain because I couldn't snap to 
from two or anything. Oh. So I had to ask for snapping support. But even then, after that, I, it, it was clear that I could have done it maybe, but it would have taken me two weeks to just re-topologize the whole thing. So, right. so you've done everything without wireframes? Uh, yes. Wow. It's It's been a bit of a pain because <laughs> every once in a while, I like to see how dense my topology is. Exactly. And, <laughs> and Wireframe for It's possible to do it without. <laughs> <laughs> I tried really hard. So, uh, yeah. So, um, it's it's possible without wireframes and um wow but it's yeah <laughs> we don't have thought i mean and, and we we all they're coming they're coming back well, of course i, I i've but. been hitting the z key so much <laughs> <laughs> and and it still shows that li- nice little menu that oh yeah you have all these options like shaded and stuff but that's of course it doesn't do anything as uh, so um pie menu the yeah the pie okay. menu i had the pie menus most of the things uh, work surprisingly well, like pie menus and all that stuff still work. Uh, sculpting worked. Um, I think that's the first thing I asked the and he was uh, he he managed to get it to work on uh, in in a day or so, and um, and materials work beautifully, of course. And uh, and then uh, one thing that I immediately wanted to try was. Uh, of course, texture painting in in Eevee, and uh, and Dalai and Clement they they were really helpful in getting that to work as well. So, um, but uh, eventually, I I just when I had to when I had the whole thing retopologized and UV unwrapped in Blender two seven nine, I uh, I had to do texture painting, and the textures are four uh, K with a uh, normal map, and the, the the color and the bump map are two K. So it's not in t- not that high res but even then in 2.8 the resolution was uh, the 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 frame rate was really choppy so i had to go back to 279 oh. and texture it there but then ultimately i was doing it kind of hybrid so i, I had blender 2.8 open and uh, 279 and i uh you were I, saving from I was, one to the other mm, well i had <laughs> once i had the retopologized mesh which uh even i i sculpted on top of with uh, multi resolution I uh, exported the uh, the first level of subdivision from uh, into Eevee, and because I I want to have fast playback anyway, so yeah. I, I'm not never be able to uh, run subserve in it anyway. So it's a it's a fairly low poly mesh, and uh, and um, from two seven nine I baked a normal map um, from the sculpt uh, onto the low res geometry, and from that I just kept all the UVs and everything. So when I assigned the materials in Blender 2, 2.8, uh, I had all the textures there. I just had to add stuff and remove things, but um, things were updating at the same time, and I could see everything happening, kind of. And uh, that was that was really cool. Cool. You're also doing an environment. Yeah. Right? Do Do you miss the old layer system at all? I I got some tweets of people there. I ask. I should say, hey, what do you think about collections? And people mm. don't. Don't get it. I uh, I so. miss well. I miss the immediacy of the old layer system where you could just go like one, two, three, four, five, and uh, you uh, could shortcuts. switch between yeah. yeah shortcuts. But other than that, it's uh, it's really like the the new collection system is great. Like it's much more powerful, and of course you have to wrap your mind around how it works, especially how it works with uh, render layers that you have to define what layers you see in your current viewport 
for example, and uh, that's workspace. Like, yeah, yeah, in in the workspace. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I get confused with the whole uh, namings and everything, but yeah, it's uh, that's a bit hard, and especially now that the, the the render layer switcher in the header is kind of broken. It does oh. switch for one thing, but then on the other hand, you have to go to the to the buttons and switch it there as well to actually see your changes. So it's a bit ah, like a refresh. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not a refresh because the the thing in the menu changes something, but not the visibility in the viewport. It's a bit broken uh, right now, but that, that will get fixed eventually. Yeah, yeah, it's just a matter of poking and Julian. Yeah. <laughs> All this journey has been uh, carefully video documented and will Ooh. appear on the Blender Cloud. Yeah, yeah, I've recorded everything. It's like 20 hours right now. It's, it's a bit of a hit and miss and I have to edit everything together so it actually is watchable. Yeah. Do you plan to like talk about it? Like do some, at least a little bit of a voice track? Over? I think, uh, yeah, there is, I, I will probably do it like the, the waking the forest image because there I just had to selectively cut down everything and explain everything because um, when you're jumping back and forth between two programs and you're like, I try to keep it very, um, uh, very topic oriented. So there is one, uh, well, there is, it's all happens in one order. So there is uh, there is the, the the sculpting, then the modeling, and then the um, the texturing and UV unwrapping and all that kind of stuff. It happens like I don't really jump a mm -hmm. lot between mm -hmm. different areas, but I uh, like within these uh, sections, I have to cut down everything and kind of uh, uh, arrange things so they make sense. Um, yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's uh, that's cool, and uh, it sounds like a word. <laughs> you know, that's a lot of work. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I think uh, you know, we've been we've been thinking about this kind of content because we have something similar to to what uh, Andy just described, which is really is a workflow. It's like uh, it's a showing how you you do something, how you manage to do something, uh, almost from a personal point of view. Like it's. Uh, and it's great to be able to to see how other people work, and if they explain you what they are doing, that's fantastic. But that's really something else than a tutorial. Tutorial is more like okay, this is is really is more didactic, is more aimed at you understanding exactly what are the basic steps to achieve something, or also the more complex steps. But it's really different than showing you this is how I do this, and this is what works for me. And uh, we've been thinking about this uh, for a while, and finally, in the last few days, we decided to to turn this into an action uh, and uh, uh, get this to uh, organize better the content that we have on the Blender Cloud on the training section. The training section was this big collection of all the trainings uh, and tutorials that have been made in the past uh, since the beginning of the Blender Institute with the Open Movie Workshop files, uh, Open Open Movie Workshop DVDs, DVDs, and, yeah. Um, CDs, uh, yeah. floppies. Yes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <In a> while. <laughs> and it was just this flat, uh, you know, collection of everything there. We tried to give it different names than the original names uh, in some cases, just to try and make it more appealing and more immediate for uh, new users and for people to understand what was in there, but you are not really happy with it. So we finally uh, made a decision to reorganize that. Uh, and now we have three main sections in the training uh, area of the cloud. Uh, the first one is uh, called courses and uh, the courses are uh, indeed like uh, 
collections of videos that are really showing you the steps to achieve something and you can easily replicate that. It's uh, almost abstract. It's not because, of course, it shows how to do this in practice with Blender, but it shows you the steps. It shows you how the tool works, variations of the tool, variations of the same workflow. It's really aimed at that. Uh, next to that, we have a new category of content, which is called the workshops. And uh, the workshops are something like uh, uh, the Creature Factory videos or the Venom Slab uh, uh, series. Or, for example, uh, this uh, the Waking in the Forest uh, uh, videos that uh, uh, also Andy made. Yeah, also. or Keratons, uh, Bob the Baby Robot. Oh, Ex yeah, exactly. We need to make that, that one into a, yeah. yeah. So we are reorganizing some content that was coming from the art gallery. And indeed, like the third uh, uh, category inside of this training is the art gallery itself. And uh, we decided to, to put it there because we like to consider that training to a certain extent because it's really learning by example. It's like you're going to a gallery to see how other artists do something and it's kind of unsupervised. You have the blend file, you can go in, there is no really much explanation. <laughs> Go find out. I mean, it's it's great. You can really take your own conclusions. You can just see how this works. And of course, that's because it, it's different thresholds of work to produce content for each one of these three uh, categories. So in in the, the in the courses, it's really like a lot of time spent, you know, the designing the flow and making sure that it starts from ends and you really get some concepts. Mm -hmm. So one uh, uh, big course that is coming now is the Scripting for Artists by Sib that yeah, was announced yeah. the last time Ooh. so that's really a course like you start and, and then in the end you learn something uh, <laughs> then if you have a workshop like for example what uh, uh, maybe Andy will do or what is also there is a new workshop coming from uh, from Hjartan there is like you have an, 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 an artwork something that has been done and uh, the artist uh, explains how he did it so there is a bit of explanation going on. Uh, usually it's a commented time lapse, uh, but it's all about, okay, this is how you get to the final art piece. It's really about a piece that comes out in the end. Yeah. And then in the end, in the art gallery is just files. And again, good luck. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe some some <laughs> writing about it, but yeah, it's mainly... Yeah, especially uh, like the stuff from Gleb uh, has some written documentation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that is, that is uh, like... It's, it's borderline, borderline, but I like to think that that's, you know, is an art gallery item very well explained. So but, you see how it was made. But Yeah, but uh, Pepeland's uh, Grease Pencil Test, for oh, example, yeah. they... They are files. They are great. They are amazing. They, they you can just go in and see how it's done. But there is not really a tutorial. There's no like a click here for that and mm. you click there and then this tool and then no. It's just just go there and uh, and find out. And I think that that's pretty great because that um, like you said, it lowers the threshold of what oh, like it organizes better the type of content that we have and it also makes it easier for us to publish new stuff without having to like. Uh, like a gallery file that's way simpler because you don't have to explain so much you just go there and make it but if you record the whole the whole process the creative process and um, that's what happened now with the uh, well, Waking the Forest and what happens now with the upcoming training by Kjartan yeah, exactly. So this uh, training that is um, we are we are publishing right now is uh, called the Low Poly Character. Modeling? No, creation. creation sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it covers uh, yeah, yeah. more than that. So it's uh, it's basically uh, Hjartan worked to uh, create a very high quality game uh, ready 
almost uh yeah, character it is game ready yes yeah, yeah. it's just it doesn't go like all the way in like in the character creation pipeline like to rig it and texture paint it but it is like that's the direction where the character where the project goes basically so you start from a, a real life model which is actually Sebron, mm-hmm. uh <laughs> fully equipped with the uh, nerf guns uh, in uh, really like a war warfare uh, yeah. attire and uh, he made this kind of uh, it's not really caricature actually it's like almost yeah um game model for him and uh, it really covers the the whole workflow to get to the final uh, model mm, so you got the high poly sculpting and then uh, retopologizing and in in low poly and then all the baking process like UV, UV UV wrapping, wrapping and, and then baking. the baking yeah. of the of, of the, the normal maps and the AO and uh, AO everything yeah, yeah. So and for for the character of course uh, and for uh, the guns so you really yeah. get a mix of organic and hard surface mm-hmm. and that's uh, is really cool and it's like dozens of hours of there is one and a half hours of uh, commentary like there mm-hmm. is the videos all the process from the especially the sculpting and uh, that is also a time lapse but it has a commentary on top so that that's the difference between like a, a course that where you will go like here grab the the, the draw tool and then um, I don't know the pinch uh, sculpt yeah. for example but it's more of a time lapse and then talk over how the, the creative process went excuse me excuse me so uh, which <laughs> nerf blasters uh, are featured in this <laughs> tutorial the Are we talking re- sling re- fire? <laughs> Retaliator. Retaliator, yes. yes I think yes. that is the uh, one. Yeah, uh, that's the one. Did he swap out the sling fire for the strife, I think, maybe? Yes, there's a strife there. That is right, yes. Um, I was just saying yes to, like... Yeah. No, 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 I actually, because I uploaded the files and I named it. And then, what did retali- what retaliate? And then Retaliator. I, yeah, exactly. And then yeah. strife, and then I Googled it, and yes. That's the one. Up, yes. wow. okay. So it's one and a half Good. hours of um, commentary commented videos and then it's almost 12 hours it's 11 hours something of time lapses like not like the actual there's 12 hours of video which are time lapses so probably the whole thing was like like a week or so a couple of weeks actually of work he's been working on this for three weeks yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. so it's a lot of work and of course he edited it a little bit so like even if it's time lapse is like the important sections of it so you can really follow it yeah yeah it's the the time lapses are split in 25 videos Mm. so it's really in detail like okay the head okay the gun okay the uh, sculpting of the wrinkles of the clothing, for example, that is a, a time lapse for uh, of its own. It doesn't have audio track, yeah. but because it's more focused on the actual process. How how do you start? How do you like yeah. if you want to get an idea of how it's done? Like if you wonder how do you Not get from a default cube to yeah. a face <laughs> that looks like Sebron, mm-hmm. you can actually see it. Actually, you, yeah, it starts with the cube. Yeah, yeah, you don't see it step by step. But if you just, you know, of course, uh, you need a bit of attention because it's like one hour time lapse. So it's a little bit hypnotic to watch. But if you have never seen it before, you should really check it out because it gives you, okay, so these are the steps. Like it's just a sequence of steps and you can really go from the cube to a face. Yeah. It's a bit like sitting next to him. Like I'm I'm actually, I was actually sitting next to him while he was doing it. So I can imagine it's like you peeking over there. Yeah. Every once in a while, and then you see something cool, and then uh, after two hours, you actually see 
Oh my God. Man, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's a face. <laughs> it is a face. Yeah. So that I, I really love about that kind of content that, you know, even if it is not uh, real time, it's uh, is just fast enough so that, you know, you understand that you have to extrude a few times. And if it takes like one second instead of the 20 seconds it takes in real life, yeah. you can still follow. So in that sense, I think it's a great... Uh, no, and it's a good... Uh, it's not like the kind of time-lapse at like 5x, you know, like you can't really see it's actually less. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, a, it's a good good speed. I, yeah. I really like it. So when is it coming out? <sighs> Today. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> wow. So if I like, if I go to cloudablender.org now... Yeah. And then uh, you can see the new section of the training. workshops. Yes, or to go to the slash workshop and you will see it there. Yeah. yeah. Just click on it and then, uh, yeah, have fun. It's going to take a while to watch all the videos and uh, mm-hmm. hopefully it will be fun. Nice. Beautiful. Well, you can download them. That's all. It's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's uh, uh, keep talking about the uh, cloud? cloud stuff uh, as in, you know, another project that is coming to the cloud uh, that was announced a couple of weeks ago. That was a weird segue, but okay. Keep yeah. on. Let's <laughs> yeah, keep on trucking. Sure. Well, it's cloudy out there, right? It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of cloudy. <laughs> Speaking of Hjalti, hey, buddy. so how's it going with the dweebs? The dweebs! That is the first time we say it. The dweebs. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you just dropped the... Wow. You just dropped, dropped the D. The D. Wow. <laughs> I didn't... Yeah. Wow. Let's not that, felt, that felt very natural. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Okay. It's all right. Yeah. Okay. So that is the um, name of the this little short film that we're wow. doing. It's the, been around for a while. So that's why I thought we mentioned it before. No, no, no. Uh, last time we talked on the podcast, uh, you just talked about the project and didn't really mention it. But and there was yeah. a chicken... There was a, the rooster, yes. yes. Rooster, yes. Like, not, let's not go there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the different names for it. was that. a very popular tweet uh, last oh, week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so been working on that. Uh, this thing is probably going to be, let's say, maybe f- anywhere between 45 seconds and probably closer to 50 seconds of animation uh, and kind of featuring these um, jolly little characters that are very. Um, simple in shapes, we'll say that. And uh, and Andy's been working on some of the art direction going on and taking yeah, a really was, old that version. Was, that was weeks ago. So <laughs> yes, yes. I don't know. And you're kind of getting up to speed now a little bit? Yeah, yeah. And the plan is that while your guys are uh, at SIGGRAPH, I'm going to dig into the files and uh, yeah. make, make it actually into something that can be looked at. Awesome. Rendered. Yeah, hopefully. And uh, yeah, as I mentioned last podcast, uh, this thing, like the origin is is very old. It's just kind of an animation test that I was doing many, many years ago. So like the files are whew, like rudimentary and I had to like fix things and things at uh, a dependency cycle and a lot of glitches and stuff. And I, I made, you know, I could have just spent like a whole month going over the rigs and just like redoing the entire rig and making this like perfect rig. But that's kind of not, the point of this, the point of this is to just allow the rig to be a little, you know, a little shitty, a little uh, on the cheaper side, but make it insanely light. So it's just a few bones. And then how, like what, uh, there's a lot of artistic f- freedom for the animator that comes with it. And then what can the animator do with that artistic freedom? Uh, and then you're kind of, yeah, okay. And then you curse the sky a little bit because <laughs> it's taking so long and you're really frame by framing everything. Uh, it's too terrible. much freedom. Yeah, too much freedom. Take the freedom away. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, the um, uh, like from from I think it's like six years ago or something like that. Five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also like sketched a little logo. It's uh, kind of like wasn't 
it was done in a hurry. So it was just an idea and kind of Andy took it uh, and is now like taking it to the next level. So it's very cool. The Andy level. The Andy level. That's it's, a, it's an SVG in Inkscape <laughs> yeah. now as opposed to a flash file. Oh. The SVG. Oh, <laughs> They're wow. killing flash, by the way. Wow. Just, yeah. They just said True. that this it's about week. time. <laughs> oh, no, I think, I think flash gets a bad rap. Um, <laughs> For what? Yeah, yeah it, really, it really does get a bad rap because people don't remember how shitty the web was. When oh, flash yeah. came along... Like nothing was compatible with anything, and it was any website was all over the place, depending on like what browser and what yeah. version or whatever. And this was like a platform where you could just have a canvas that is always going to be exactly the same. Yeah, in every and other website. Yeah, yeah exactly. Website so still loading, loading two megabytes of intro. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. You will have and, and of course, great. what you what you do with that canvas is on you. You know, so <laughs> yeah. it's on you know too much artistic freedom, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But, and it was, uh, yeah. But I'll say one thing also. It I don't. It was never meant to be uh, something to make a website in. It was. What? That's the thing that everybody's does. to make applications. Is to make anything. That's the point. You can you can make. Video games, you can make softwares, you can make you whatever. Can make exploits, and I, you can make virus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you can you, you can really like it is an open canvas, and you could could yeah. do all these Literally amazing things. Open. You can make animation. Yeah, and that yeah, exactly. And, and that's how it still survived until yeah. Like, I mean, that's why it's still around. Kind yeah, of. and they're keeping exactly. it, and they're they're gonna they're gonna stop publishing updates after twenty twenty. Yeah. So it's like there still has three years yeah. of some group of people at Adobe and mm -hmm. how to push updates for it. But how amazing is that software though? TV animation. Like the stuff, versatility. Still. Yeah. The um, versatility. Like animated uh, TV shows like um, Happy Tree Friends and all that stuff uh, from like Mondo or whatever. Oh, like yeah. all these things were created with the same software. That and like these amazing Flash games and like a lot of software. Like I, I used to do software and I, I used to make like applications and whatnot. They were just meant to be used like in-house or whatever, but it had a lot of capabilities and versatile enough that you could do. Like if somebody asks you to do it, oh, can you do it differently or this or that? And can it be hooked up to this thing? And in most cases, yeah, sure. There's, the constraints aren't that crazy. Yeah, and the powerful thing about Flash that made it very successful also for making websites, I guess, is the fact that you can design and develop yeah. at the same time in exactly. the same platform. So yeah. there is virtually no no separation. So you just run it and there yeah. you have it. And, and if I, you want to update the design. And I will have. not, I, you know, I'm not going to contest the fact that uh, it, you know, it ended up being very outdated when it came to making websites. I mean, that's, the, that was the Achilles yeah. heel. I was, it was okay. The thing is that, uh, yeah, it was a close, yeah. uh, it's close. It's a close system. The, uh, exactly. So, if you want to translate that to the web, you have to you have to be open. You have to use open standards. You have to use yeah. uh, that. You have to allow other people to have control over what they they create. So that's yeah. why HTML, CSS, and JavaScript is a way better. <laughs> yeah, of course. It just um, took a while for them to oh, get yeah. to the HTML five. Yeah, well, HTML5, uh, yeah, to finally exactly. catch up and do something to surpass it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just feel like now in hindsight, everybody's like, "Yeah, Flash totally sucks," and it's like, yeah. "Dude, like you weren't there, bro." <laughs> <laughs> No, I remember the 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 noise that it made when uh, when Apple decided not to support Flash on their iPhones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Right on. And talking about crazy, this 
short film, The Dweebs. Yeah, yes, massive sidetrack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was on me. That was the on web me. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, are we releasing kind of a, a blog post maybe tomorrow? It would be great to have the something on mm-hmm. the cloud that uh, you know public for everyone to see and to share. You guys have been producing things, and uh, you know, just getting a picture out there and say, okay, this is happening. Maybe mm-hmm. you're. Uh, rooster animation <laughs> and uh, something like that just to just yeah. to give an just idea just kind of walk cycle it's, it's going or? on and then uh, yeah uh, maybe we mentioned it already but uh, hopefully September this thing will be out yep so stay tuned for the release date. We'll try to build up the yeah, hype like for yeah. Agent 327. Like get all the major <laughs> websites to cover it. Maybe we get Vice again to Ugh. talk about it. And uh, We're just going to feature somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be very hard. Like there is like two people that yeah. <laughs> they are going to fly and somewhere else and interview. This German boy <laughs> <laughs> made it all by himself. He quit. <laughs> Damn it, you guys. <laughs> He's the recording nightmare. Mike you know, like yeah. below the... Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, the thing with this project that I like the most is that we can... That, that is actually very... Um, the, it's very wild. No, it's not very wild, but it's, uh, mm. it's, it's something else from what we've done in the past, which, oh, yeah. uh, which is also very grounded, uh, realistic sort of uh, animation. And this is kind of getting a bit more cartoony. So it's a great, like, a great color that's been kind of yeah. added to the palette yeah. of, uh, of projects. Yeah, even the render, you're, you're, the techniques you're planning on using something else, like not like a realistic wood or realistic... Yeah, I'm right? still experimenting right now. Um, from like a month ago when I started on this, it was fairly sort of a realistic background with a kind of clayish uh, mm. rendering. So more but, like stop motion-y? Yeah, but at the same time, this kind of thing is like make it make it CG, but it's looking stop motion. That's a bit, I mean, why really? Like why, why do you do something and then make it look like another medium? That's not fun. So um, we... So the guy that made a stop motion slash TG shirt. Shots have been fired. Well, <laughs> you know, that's what I learned from making it. <laughs> um, no, but I think it's, it's, it's great. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, of course, it's great to take uh, inspiration and ideas from another medium. But I think, like, we can do things in CG that you can't do in another medium. And why... Why would you fake fingerprints if you can do something more interesting? So we'll see how that goes. Maybe I'll just end up doing the whole thing uh, fake stop motion, but it was worth trying something different. Of course. So That's fake toe prints. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something different. <laughs> no, see that coming. Oh, yeah, or like animal like like prints of whatever. So it looks like it was built by a dog or something, you know? People are like, how did he do it? How did he do it? Yeah. You won't believe what this dog could do. Yeah, like, like those paw prints. Cats, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, that is so cute. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you're laughing, but uh, this uh, the, yesterday on YouTube, I, I watched, I was browsing the, the YouTube. The and, YouTube. Uh, <laughs> and um, I, you, you probably remember that the video called uh, the gift, that short film, the gift of mm, a yeah. boy that gets a gift and he's a little amputee puppy 
dog. Oh. With, ah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's very heartwarming story yeah, and all yeah. the feelings, and yeah, and you cry and so on. And uh, you know, the director of the film, like it was almost single-handedly made by a student, a film student, yeah. and uh, he, you know, got huge success with the film and won a number of festivals, and he actually went to intern for Disney, and. Um, and yeah, and, and yesterday I saw the video and somebody uploaded it, one of those big channels that upload videos and was like, uh, this video got the maker to work. Now, the, the student who made this video landed his job at Disney. Like that was the title. <laughs> the title, <laughs> come on. Clickbaiting. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that is like, uh, love Pixar just to make this movie. Yeah, Nobody yeah. quicks pizza, Pixar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so that's, you know, we have to think something along the lines for for oh. and then just don't give it the name. Just say like you won't believe what this dog <laughs> made. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll say one thing: there is uh, there there's a certain thing that happens right at the end. I'm not going to spoil it. There's a th certain thing that ha happens in the end of this short film, and I'm kind of working on it right now. And it's going to yield a lot of jokes for us. The amount of jokes that we can tell on this podcast. Well, given the fact that the podcast is highly censored, I don't know how many ah, jokes no! you are. <laughs> Just to give a hint of what you're talking about. Ah, but okay, Censorship, my only weakness. All right. <laughs> so before we wrap this up, uh, let's check the questions on the Blender Cloud. Yeah, and before the questions, <laughs> since you were talking about... Uh, the YouTubes. Yes. Just a quick reminder. Probably everybody that's listening to is to this is already more than just a beginner on uh, on Blender usually because you follow more of the news. But on the Blender, but if you know someone that is just like really starting and wants to switch uh, from another software to Blender, uh, the Blender Foundation channel now, just Blender, has published a series, the beginning of a series called Blender Fundamentals. It's twenty five videos of uh, twenty five short videos of the um, the main topics and, and concepts behind Blender. So um, yeah, it's targeted for, to people that are just starting or they're switching from another um, software. software to yeah. Blender. So this is produced by? By Dilongu. Dilongu. And you can find it in YouTube slash? YouTube.com slash Blender Foundation. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And uh, they are really short to the point. And we are very happy. Yeah, that, this is you know, the first twenty-five videos that yeah, we plan on getting another yeah. another batch of them. Yeah, so you can just so you can just search the YouTubes for Blender Bevel, and then you just find out how the tool works. So it's just like a little encyclopedia, and uh, yeah, and we we really wanted this to be out there, these little pills, and to have them free and uh, Creative Commons videos on the official Blender channel. So that's uh, that's now out there. Yeah, it's a, it's a first for the for the Blender channel, so yes. I think it's nice, yeah. especially for something so. Yeah, yeah. good basics. that you mentioned that. And yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's also CC BY, right? Yes, it is CC BY. You can you can do anything you would you want with it. You can put it on a CD and give it to your students, so you can. You can CD. edit a feature <laughs> film out of it. You can yes, you can remix. You can do anything, and it's ad free, of course. And uh, yeah, it's just a gift to the community, and there are many more to come. Uh, I, we published all 25 at the same time. I pressed the publish button and I, I sent 25 notifications and I floated the feed for a lot of people. So sorry about that. I thought <laughs> YouTube will be smarter than that and it should say Blender uploaders 25 20, videos yeah. instead of oh, no. 25 notifications. Okay. You, would, you would think they have it anyway. Yeah. Uh, so sorry about that for people for floating their feeds. But it was worth it. Um, next uh, round, we're going to space them out. 
There is uh, a few questions, but actually they were already answered. Yeah. There except just the one. Yes. About Eevee. Of course, it's very hip nowadays. Um, if Eevee passes, can be sent separately to the compositor um, with alpha channels to combine them. Well, like render layers. Uh, yeah, you can render different, but but it's not really... That's not the purpose of what Eevee can do right no, now. It is I a think. real time engine. Of course, you can render individual passes that you want. You can have render layers, so you can render just like you do with cycles. Um, so yeah, you can basically do the same you can do with cycles. You can render individual passes. But I don't know if you can split in passes. Not yet. No. But I've, I mean, I think that was part of the original design that it is sort of the uh, the successor to Blender internal. So yeah. Should be able to do it, but maybe it's not there yet. So yeah, of course it's uh, of course not. And and then I I also get people uh, um, asking me on Twitter, for example, hey, FBX support doesn't work in two point eight. It just crashes. Well, <laughs> it's uh, still in development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of people think two point eight is like really yeah. advanced, and then yeah, I also seen that in the Blender. Chance. But anyway, uh, that was the yeah that was the question. Just more EV stuff. Like if we could see blur and uh, glow and depth of field, and if they can add or multiply EV materials. So the best way to stay up to date with these kind of topics is to check out code.blender.org, which is the developers uh, blog. And uh, yeah, every once in a while, there is a roundup of features and development, and then you can see what's going on. Yeah, if you want more hardcore updates, you can go to BF viewport for the in the mailing list that that you get like a. The most hardcore. Or if you want to go really hardcore, mm. just go and read the commit logs <laughs> in the VF committer. Uh, just make a, like a notification. You get an email every time somebody commits anything. Oh, yeah, I you, you can subscribe. And I have that just, actually. Yeah. My email. Uh, it's yes. pretty hardcore, bro. <laughs> I don't read. I used to read them all. I don't anymore. Now it's like over yeah. 7,000 or so. So Damn. Um, 10 years ago, it was different. You could because it was like maybe 10 commits per day and yeah. you could read them all and then 30 commits per day and I used to read them all, 50. And now I just lost track. Hmm. So sad. Yeah. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> there are many branches. Most of the things are happening in the Blender 2.8 branch. So that's it. For the questions. Well, least. yeah, that's uh, that's a lot. Yeah, let's wrap it up. We've been covering a lot of things. And uh, if you have more questions about what we are doing, uh, always leave us a comment. And next time we will be here, perhaps uh, we will be back from... Oh, no, actually, oh, wait. no. There will be one more podcast uh, as uh, me and Hjalti are uh, away. No. Oh, yeah, we're going to do it ourselves, Sandy. Let's do it after SIGGRAPH because then it'll be more... Or do you, you want to? I don't know. What do you, do you guys wanna like listen? The, it will be the, really boring, I guess. If we, because uh, it's gonna be the two of us. No, and Luca, Luca's here. Huh. So we can talk about pink cloth rendering. Oh yeah. Well, like actually, that. he's he's working on something. Yeah, so for, it will be very. Cloud, yeah, let's know? leave it. Let's leave it for that uh, that right, episode let's, then. Yeah. yeah. yeah let's yeah, leave yeah. it hanging. Cool. So just stay tuned for some so, physics yes, training. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It'll be dangling. All right. Yeah. 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 Dangling. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's wrap it up. Hey, Thank you so very cute. much that's for so tuning cute. in. Have a nice day. Bye. See you next time. Bye. You've been listening to the Blender Instant... No, wait, well, the Blender Animation Studio Podcast. Brought to you by the Blender Cloud. Tired of prolonged and superfluous narrative? Make a long story short on the cloud. Go to cloud.blender.org.